Rutherford Issues on News Radio WGNS. Mr. Baseman. Good morning. This is Bill Krause on a beautiful Friday morning in the month of January as we start the new year. I normally am very much of an optimist, optimist about the world, optimist about life, optimist about the future. But I must acknowledge that the last few weeks, these have been very sad times. I would much rather call them sad times than mad times. It's not my intention this morning to get into politics of who's right, who's wrong. But I will say that uh, I was one of those as a political scientist who became extraordinarily concerned with the election of November. I'm not here to take an opinion. I'm not here to provide certain things. But I'm going to raise six questions. And if these six questions do not shake your mind in terms of this election, I'm not sure what will. And these are the six that really, really have uh, amazed me. Number one, in the election in Wayne County, Michigan, which is the home of Detroit, 136% of the registered voters actually cast ballots. That would mean like Murfreesboro, if you had 50,000 people registered to vote, you would end up with ballots of roughly 65,000. And you wonder where those extra ballots came from. 1.7 million absentee ballots were mailed out in the state of Pennsylvania. 2.5 million ballots returned. The voting count stopped only in several states at 1 a.m. and reopened at 8 a.m. The larger states like California, New York, and Texas and Florida all had completed primarily their voting. But when a few states stopped their voting at 1 a.m. to return at 8 p.m., but by the time the poll watchers and the media was there, the votes had been counted. 99.9% of Donald Trump's ballots included votes for the congressional uh, candidates. Since uh, all 435 Congress people are on all ballots, 99.9%. On the other hand, on Joe Biden, 96% of ballots involved votes for congressional candidates. 4% of the ballots were only Biden cast, roughly 3.2 million. Hundreds of thousands of absentee ballots never showed a fold in the ballot, either by placing into an envelope initially or in return. One wonders how history will treat this. And certainly we all were appalled at the the, uh, riots at the Congress uh, last week. But I think what I'd like to do in the next few moments is just kind of put good stories, things that we can at least look at and begin to say, you know, despite the challenges, despite the uncertainty, despite the unknown quantity, where and what are we doing? First lesson. During my second month of college, our professor gave us a pop quiz. I was a very conscientious student. And I had breezed through the questions until I read the last one. What is the first name of the woman who cleans the school? Surely this was some kind of joke. I had seen the cleaning woman several times. She was tall, dark-haired, and in her 50s. But how would I know her name? I handed in my paper, leaving the last question blank. Just before class ended, one student asked if the last question would count toward our quiz grade. Absolutely, said the professor. In your careers, you will meet people, meet many people. All are significant. They deserve your attention and care, even if all you do is smile and say hello. I've never forgotten that lesson. 
I also learned her name was Dorothy. The next story really kind of intrigues me, and I want to share this because how life proceeds. One night at 11.30 p.m., an older African-American woman was standing on the side of an Alabama highway trying to endure a lashing rainstorm. Her car had broken down and she desperately needed a ride. Soaking wet, she decided to flag down the next car. A young gentleman stopped to help her, generally unheard of in those conflict-filled 1960s. The man took her to safety, helped her get assistance, and put her into a taxi cab. She seemed to be in a big hurry, but wrote down his address and thanked him. Seven days went by, and there was a knock at the man's door. To his surprise, a giant console color television was delivered to his home. A special note was attached. It read, Thank you so much for assisting me on the highway the other night. The rain drenched not only my clothes, but also my spirits. Then you came along. Because of you, I was able to make it to my dying husband's bedside just before he passed away. God bless you for helping me and unselfishly serving. Others, sincerely, Mrs. Nat King Cole which is really kind of an interesting one. I'm not so sure how many of the listeners remember Nat King Cole, one of the greatest American singers in all time. Always remember who serves. In the days when an ice cream sundae cost much less, a 10-year-old boy entered a hotel coffee shop and sat at a table. A waitress put a glass of water in front of him. How much is an ice cream sundae, he asked. Fifty cents, replied the waitress. The little boy pulled his hand out of his pocket and studied the coins in it. Well, how much is a plain dish of ice cream, he inquired. By now, more and more people were waiting for a table, and the waitress was growing quite impatient. Thirty-five cents, she brusquely replied. The little boy again counted his coins. I'll have the plain ice cream, he said. The waitress brought the ice cream, put the bill on the table, and walked away. The boy finished the ice cream, paid the cashier, and left. When the waitress came back, she began to cry as she wiped down the table. There placed neatly besides the empty dish were two nickels and five pennies. You see, he couldn't have the Sunday because he had to have enough left to leave her a tip. I'd like to share with you a poem that has been one of my favorites for many, many years. It was written way back in 1945 at the conclusion of World War II. And as I read this, this is so reflective and symbolic of what we ought to be talking about today in 2021. And the poem is entitled, They Kept the Faith, by Joseph Auslander. Four men of God put out to sea, Washington, Poling, Fox, and Good. Their God was one, though their faiths were three, and the men who worshipped their God were free where the cross and the star together stood. They held high service to the Lord, Protestant, Catholic, and Jew, on the Dorchester's heaving decks. The word flamed like the seraph's blinding sword. Three faiths, one blazing truth, they knew. That morning in the cold gray light off Greenland, where the icebergs churned, their ship was blasted stiff and white. The troops stood frozen, stark with fright. The fearsome waters boiled and burned. Swiftly the four priests comforted the frantic, urged them to the floats, quieted terror, blessed the dead, prayed, 
strapped the boys in life belts, led the wounded, helped them to the boats. The last life raft was filled, the last life belt strapped on, yet they must save the few to whom no belts were passed. The Dorchester was sinking fast into a cold and treacherous grave. There was no other choice to make as they stood at the jaws of hell. The doomed ship was about to break. They stripped their life belts off, said, Take these belts, God go with you as well. They asked if no man whence he came, or at what altar did he pray. Gentile and Jew were all the same. Before their eyes, they spoke God's name and gave their own life away. They linked their arms, the Lord they praised, four chaplains in the teeth of death and said their prayers, their voices raised above the dying and the dazed, and blessed the ship with their last breath. Four men of God went down to sea, Washington, Poling, Fox, and Good, bound by a passion for liberty and a burning faith that keeps men free in the bond of human brotherhood. This is over 75 years since the uh, Dorchester went down off the Greenland coast, and yet the words shared in this poem are so important to keep in mind in these times we live in now. May this period of time uh, go past with minimum problems, minimum concerns, and minimum hate. Why can't we all live? as those four men died together. Finally, and I think as we are continually recollecting our past and our history and our lives, I'd like to share this particular poem that was taken from the Journal of Humanistic Psychology by an 82-year-old man dying and accepting death. If I had my life to live over, I'd try to make more mistakes next time. I would relax I would limber up. I would be crazier than I've been on this trip. I know very few things I take seriously. Any more, I would take more chances. I would take more trips. I would scale more mountains. I would swim more rivers, and I would watch more sunsets. I would eat more ice cream and fewer beans. I would have more actual troubles and fewer imaginary ones. You see, I was one of those people who lived prophetically and sensibly and sanely, hour after hour, day after day, week after week. Oh, I've had my moments, and if I had to do all over again, I'd have many more of them. In fact, I try not to have anything else, just moments, one after another, instead of living so many years ahead of my day. I've been one of those people who never went anywhere without a thermometer, a hot water bottle, a gargle, a raincoat, and a parachute. If I had it to do all over again, I'd travel lighter, much lighter than I have. I would start barefoot earlier in the spring and stay that way later in the fall. And I would ride more merry-go-rounds and catch more gold rings and greet more people and pick more flowers and dance more often. If I had to do it all over again, but you see, I don't. So sharing these stories and poems, most hopefully they give a little lift that in this time it is so easy to be pessimistic. It's been said that it takes 17 muscles to smile, 45 muscles to frown. Why waste muscles when you can be smiling with 17? 
I personally wish each and every one of you and yours not only a healthy and a happy 2021, but equally important, a time for you to be you, a time for you to reach for the stars, succeed, help others, be a friend to others, go beyond the point of saying, how are you doing? And the person says, I'm fine, and you may not have been listening. So I wish you the best. May the best occur for Rutherford County and Murfreesboro and Smyrna and uh, Laverne and uh, the communities within our county. God bless you all.